right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. It is officially Players' Championship week. I don't know how I've kept track of that, but I put it in my calendar, and I just popped up on my calendar just now realizing that it is officially... Who, who's going to have this year's defining moment? We're going to find out. Solly here. DJ Pie is here. Hey, guys. How are you? Big is here. Back in the studio after a couple weeks off. I'm back and raring to go. God, I got some takes in me tonight. Really? <laughs> 30, <laughs> seconds. <laughs> 30 really? seconds ago, you're like, I got nothing tonight. Neil is here. I, I wish you had the uh, do, 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 do. So on, I don't uh, have a beef. On the board. I have no beef with the song. The song is fire. I mean, I, it's a, it's a, uh, it's an earworm. Maybe a marketing it. case study in how to get something to stick. If you just do it enough, it'll work. For sure. Have you guys ever seen How I Met Your Mother where they, the song, the I Will Walk 500 Miles song is stuck in the, in the drive and like they go through these waves of like just cannot hear it one more time and then it comes back around. That's how I was with the player's song. Like the first year they rammed it down our throats and then it, like near the end I was like, Fuck yeah! Let's I mean, go. The, well, the, the, when they go to the the like the bridge with the drums, it's it, it kind of slaps. Bum 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 bum. Yeah, bum, yeah, bum. yeah that, it slaps it when does. they get to the, if they but they never let it get there. What are there. we doing? Come on! What are we doing? <laughs> well, this is how so they win. Don't Deej, let them win. Deej, you were telling me like a week ago that you had a road trip song. What was it? A Smashing Pumpkin song that you used to <laughs> <laughs> you used to play? Like my family when we'd go on road trips, we would uh, you know there's five of us, my parents and my two brothers, and we would. Uh, Back in the day, you know, no serious XM, no any of that stuff. We would just pass my brother's iPod around from person to person. And, you know, my mom would pick a song and my dad pick a song. My brother's yada, yada, yada. Every time it was my turn, I would pick. Uh, I don't even like the song that much. I would just pick Tonight Tonight by the Special Pumpkins. <laughs> and there was enough people in my family that every time it came back around, it, you know, it, five, four other songs, it had been kind of 12, 15 minutes. Like, well, he's not, all right. He won't do it. He's not going to pick he's it again. Gonna it again. And, then, and then if you picture the intro of that song, it's just so like triumphant. Anyways. <laughs> Well, we uh, we we know how to start the show immediately after a big win. Oh my God, Callaway, DraftKings, uh, Rap Soto, Charles Schwab, uh, King made jerky, Precision uh, Pro, Herbal Active, uh, PG Canadian Raiders Radio Station, Original Penguin, Original Penguin, Angie Subs here in Jack's Beach, <laughs> Deli Comb, Bold Bean, we've been going to a lot. Uh, just all the people who've made this made this week possible. Instrumental, yeah instrumental in our success but most importantly it's Mr. new Palmer. it is new equipment launch season it means that it is <laughs> good transition new, equi- new equipment testing season we got a bunch of new sticks we've been putting uh putting through you know the testing process here neil's got you know a new set of irons which we'll talk about in the future but also te- he's been our pilot tester for callaway's newest chrome soft introduction the chrome soft XLS, the LS ball, is the addition to the regular Chrome Soft and the Chrome Soft X. It's generally meant for players with high swing speed, high head speed, and lots of spin. It gives those the uh, the LS gives those players a little more distance off the tee while knocking down the spin on the mid irons, helping to avoid that balloon ball uh, and maybe even some big right spinny misses. Therefore, maintaining more consistent distance. Uh, Mark Leishman's also on the testing panel there with you. And Mark noted that the LS ball felt heavier in the wind with regards to how it cut through it and how he could easily flight shots. Neil, what have you thought of the of the LS ball? I'm deep in the testing phase. I will say this: it's nice to be a little bit more methodical, where you fill up the bag with only a certain type of ball. I really like the Chrome Soft X 
Uh, I'm kind of getting used to the grab and spin around the greens. So the LS kind of has the same feel off the tee, but then it's more like your chrome soft feel around the greens. So you hit it, and I think if I get used to it, just stopping or rolling out a little bit more, there's no, there's not like the, the zip on it. Yeah, It was an interesting testing process, I'll say, too, for Neil the other day because he ran out of these. So he was borrowing balls from me, so he was able to see <laughs> how one I'm, was different than the other. I'm working on a few things, <laughs> to be honest, but that's not the ball's fault. Uh, but I would just say – I wouldn't say that it's uh, – it's not a full change yet, right? Yeah, I'm, we're I'm, testing. We're what testing. So, but I would say I would encourage people to test. It's kind of fun because I used to just be like, "Hey, grab whatever's in the bag." But if you go into the round with the same sleeve, it's kind of uh, yeah. Imagine that. It's kind of interesting. Thank you, Neil. You're like our own Chuck Yeager. I'm always the penguin <laughs> on the end of the cliff. That you know, everybody's everybody's pushing around. The penguins are always pushing each other, and then I get pushed in the ocean and. You can, sea lion eats me. You can, of course, find out more. The I testing. <laughs> That's, the penguins are testing. Oh, I see. Okay. You can find out more of the ChromeSoft XLS and the rest of the ChromeSoft offerings at CallawayGolf.com slash ChromeSoft. Bryson time. It's finally time. Woo! Darcy Rossiter asked, is Bryson becoming likable asking for a friend? Uh, <sighs> that's a big question. Depends on how you define likable. It's, it's like a Rorschach test, I think. <laughs> Guys, I'm just, No. I'll just say I absolutely not. Like I just struggle to root for him. Is it you know? Are there certain I can't look away moments? Yes, but it's not because I'm like God. I, can't, I hope he makes this. It, I, I, there's he's not pulling any joy out of me, man. I think this is going to be a theme throughout this podcast. But I'm I'm excited that my my stance on both this. A lot of the distance stuff. Uh, oh, the no, distance thing all changed this weekend. Right, everybody ripped. They ripped up. <laughs> they ripped up the uh, the distance report after seeing how much fun everybody was having. On, on number, it was like the end of the Goonies, where the the guy rips up the paper, just throws it up into the air. Everybody cheers. Uh, no, I, I, it's the same thing we've been saying for a year. Like he's colossally unlikable, but it's so fun to watch. Like I had a great time watching him. I just. Don't root for him. You know, it's. I think it's kind of as simple as that. I can see how he might be f- likable to certain people, though. And, and this uh, is going to make me sound totally. really snotty, but if if you are the type of person that finds Bryson likable, chances are you and I aren't going to get along that well. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see it. But I'm with you. He's if you, you know if you are he's like, entertaining for if you root for entertainment. Like I don't root against Bryson in golf. Like I like it when he wins. Yeah, I, I find myself entertained. I do not root against him. Is he likable? Absolutely not. To I me, had to be rooting for Westwood today, right? I was too. But yeah. like I, I'm saying, me seeing Bryson yeah. up on the leaderboard is very different than like Bubba in his like when he was prime, like ready to be hated. I legitimately hated when he was at the top of the leaderboard. Reed, I don't, I don't dislike watching Reed either. Like his his playing style is unique and entertaining as well. So there's a difference between like hateable and not likable. I don't, I don't think Reed would like hearing this, but I do think that that's a good comp. Yeah, I feel very similarly. All right, I have a question for each of you. That last putt on 18, after he remarked the ball and he's getting a little bit of heat from the crowd, which was sick. Did you want him to make it? I wanted him not to because I wanted him to figure out what the hell they were going to do for a playoff. Yeah, it was dark. Much darker than the cameras made it look. But, uh, no, but I, I think I, that's a good if five-footer to, to win, do you think? I, I was – we'll get into this, and we need to start with Bryson for good reason, but I was riding so hard for Westwood. That was awesome sure. that he stood up, made the putt on, on 18. That was the one that 95% of viewers thought he was going to miss, and he, he made it. Uh, just an awesome week for him. So I was, of course, rooting for him to miss and, and it to go into a playoff. I'm – was 100% rooting for him to make it. But uh, we know why. <laughs> so we get the avoid pod. the playoff, get this podcast out of the way. Okay, maybe that was a bad example. What were you rooting for? To miss it. Because I wanted, honestly, the— Chaos. W- no, also, his his 
reaction. Want to see his reaction. Yes. His reaction, <laughs> yeah. that's the entertainment for me, yeah. is the way he acts when it doesn't go his way. The way, you know, we're spunkers on tour. I mean, that's awesome. the stuff he digs for to, like, you know, to, to blame whatever's going wrong. Like, it's cool to – honestly, it was a thrill to see him have the big right miss and play off the first tee. I was like, wow, that is – that is Mondo right. And before we get, you know, we've said a lot about how unlikable he was. He played so fucking solid today. Like, after the after the couple big right misses on the front, I mean, it was playing really hard. And other than a bad, you know, kind of an unlucky break on 16 where that ball ended up in that bunker, which if it doesn't end there, he, bunkers on tour. he surely makes, you know, birdie probably at worst. Uh, I mean, he just, what, finished with 12 straight pars on a really hard day, kept it in front of him, and, I mean, I think we saw in 15 was kind of the crux of the distance stuff with Bryson, right? I mean, that was like every single player in the field is just seemingly missing the fairway there, chopping something into one of those bunkers, just hitting the long mid to long iron in there, and Bryson steps up and has a wedge. You know, he takes an ignorant line has it in that nasty thick rough some of the thickest rough on the golf course uh thickest of course on the entire and course. has a wedge and and has the speed to get through it hits to the middle of the green comfy ass two putt uh i mean that that to me kind of summed up the whole like yeah that, that no wonder this thing works man my wife is a extremely casual golf watcher we'll sit and watch the golf me on sunday saying almost nothing most of the time and when bryson made the putt and celebrated she's one started laughing which it's like that's a mil- uh, the millionth reason why i love you and two as soon as the sponsor <laughs> stuff started coming she was literally hands over her eyes like oh my god i can't watch i can't watch it's, it was so awkward it's very crazy. honestly carson had a similar reaction and she was like this what's his instagram i want to check him out i was like "Ooh, <laughs> let's check it out let's get in there kings of leon baby not it i know we've talked about it ad nauseum not enough is made about the quarantine video Oh, we should have started with. I should start with the hat too. We got to start every show with the damn hat. (laughs) You need to bump it. You need to bump the the quarantine video. I I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I I assume everybody else is like me and has watched it 400 times. It's unbelievable. The 15 minute, like this, is where I can't square a lot of the. Mr. Palmer just taught us to be better people. It's like you made a fucking 15 minute like masturbation video about you cleaning your pool, dude. <laughs> Get out of here. Stop. You can't you, this is not this does not compute. I would I would still argue that of all the video stuff we've made or that DJ's made, the your finest work is something that you had to take down <laughs> due to PGA tour rights. Got my Twitter account suspended. Of uh Bryson <laughs> as the 19 with the 1940s. Oh, the they're bombing Berlin and, and, and it's in black and white. I, I wish we could get that to the people somehow. It is so good. It was him. It looked like it, the tweet was something along the lines like a, a fundraiser to sell war bonds. Yes. <laughs> it goes around the country <laughs> hitting bombs. Bryson bombing it again in the colonial while the boys bomb Berlin. <laughs> if I've ever feeling really cheeky, I'm just going to fire it fire it out again just to see if they'll take it. Suspend me again. Truly the basement tapes. It I, is the, yeah. It's the best video ever. If I ever feel like nuking my Twitter, I'll just I'll do that and get suspended <laughs> and then just never come back. Uh, so we have to talk <laughs> about a way to go out. The, uh, for all the awkward moments Bryson's had, the swaggiest, maybe the swaggiest move I've ever seen on a golf course, and that's that's saying a lot. On the weekend at Bay Hill, three thirty something carry over water, twice hitting it, cutting the dogleg to a point where no one has ever hit a golf ball in a tournament. It was the just the biggest balls out. Like here I am, I'm doing this in the lead. On Sunday, did it. For the people that were trying to downplay that accomplishment, like just get all the way to the side. Get out of my way completely. I want nothing to do with you. It was unbelievable. I will add this, though. 
I still had to flash some wedge game. Did he put himself in two horrible yeah, spots? That's yeah, that's what I sure. mean. Like, yes, was it awesome sure. to see? But <laughs> he had to flash around the greens. Like he hit two chips both days. It was like, man, that was that was honestly just as impressive. Well, not just as impressive, but and one very simple thing we probably should clear up is like, did he put himself in a horrible spot both Saturday and Sunday? Like everybody was shitting on him. Like he didn't even hit the green on Saturday. Like, dude, he could not have gone at that pin from from where he was. But the upside of where he could have been, you know, hitting having 70 yards into a par five, like, of course he's going to do that 100 times out of 100, yeah. right? I mean, it's, well, it, it's not a guarantee that he's going to do that because it really was yeah. a max effort, max compression impact in, to carry that. Like, that is not a no-brainer. Even for somebody that hits it as far as he does in a tournament, it is not a no-brainer to hit that shot. No, of course. It's yeah. essentially an OB ball. If he doesn't carry yes. it, he's reteeing, as we saw with Rory yeah. a couple times <laughs> Hitting truly, there will be no more mega sevens. That was the that, mega. That was seven incredible to end all mega sevens from Rory today. Yeah, uh, I, had, two balls I, had in the water. I had an ejection tweet dialed, and I was like, I'm gonna wait. Two <laughs> balls just, in the I'm water, gonna, and he did eject technically. But I was like, ah, you know, respect the mega seven. E- Eagle on the third ball. That's that's aspirational. His club twirl on the sixth shot. So good. I know that one. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. that play. Oh, I've here we go. Just fa- found it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Twitters I don't like. The uh, the the T shot is no longer impressive because the second shot wasn't great. Twitter, yeah, it's not. Good. Is maybe one of, is one of my least favorites. But. No, oh, it, you it, made par. It, it can't be. It can't be overstated how impressive it was to do that while you're leading the golf tournament. While everybody, the video that stuck with me more than anything, I, I retweeted. I'm sure other people saw it. Was the just uncut fan? It was like two minutes of of it was a fan video of Bryson. Walking up to the tee, everybody egging him on, everybody shouting stuff at him while he's looking at his book. And then he steps up and actually like hits the shot. I mean, it was it's it's jarring to see the whole uncut thing. It was crazy impressive. It's gotta be the most like that has to be the, the happiest or the, the best he's felt on a golf course. It was very right? arrested development. That would be the, the happiest moment of George Michael's yeah. life. I mean, it, how does it get better for him? Yeah. How, how does the whole experiment get any better for him? And it, it was kind of the opposite of most of the tee balls he hit. He kind of turns both days. He kind of turned it over, and yeah. he had a right miss going everywhere else. So it, it you know it's surprising that on that tee ball, full commitment is what I'm saying. So honestly, yes, kudos to that. It was awesome. I wonder. I'm kind of thinking out loud here, but I wonder if that shot is one where he, if he leaks it like crazy, does it get safer and safer the further right it cuts? Or is there, is it? And he clears the water by 20 yards both days, it felt like. That's the thing, though, that it it does not. It actually gets a little longer to the right. Yeah, so it is how the dogleg works. There's no in between. That's the thing with that shot. It is like the line Rory hit it on today is the in between spot. And it's like one of the deepest carries of the the whole ballpark. That's the center field ball. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, Scott Mark Brody had tweeted that he had gained 0.9 shots with that tee shot, but now I'm pulling it up. It says 0.52 with his tee shot uh, in round four and 0.64 uh, with his tee shot in round three. Do those get adjusted if you hit it in bunkers, or is it all based on distance from the pin? It does. It does get adjusted if you're in rough yeah. or bunkers or whatnot. But. So how did, did – I don't know if anybody did the projection, but could he have hit the green with either of those shots on Saturday or Sunday? He, would, it, would the carry have made it if he had gone, you know – Yes. Yeah, it the would've. math would have worked. Would have worked. But you don't know with the wind. The, the like, models are, the models are sp- yeah. Yeah. spitting yeah. it out. <laughs> Let me tell you, math is undefeated. <laughs> it would have, but there's just nowhere to miss left if you do that. Like that's that's part of the deal. You can kind of bail it right a little bit, but there's just there's not enough reason to go at the at the green. Yeah. It is truly I mean, he's gonna hit that 
one in eight times like on land if you go at the green, whereas I think you'll hit it three out of five times if you go on the line that he went on. So a couple numbers from that that drive today for any of the, the track man people. Club head speed one thirty five, one thirty six, uh ball speed one ninety six, smash factor one point four five, horizontal launch angle minus twenty six degrees, uh launch spin nineteen hundred. I just I love this stuff. Uh <laughs> apex one hundred and sixteen, flight time seven and a half seconds. Give me a spin rate. Distance to impact, which I is, assume is the, the carry is three forty two. Carry efficiency ninety point eight percent. I don't totally know what that means, but Basically. total dis- total distance efficiency ninety nine point eight percent. That's pretty good. Well, he was, <laughs> so much, they get half that. Yeah, is almost hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee Westwood was one hundred and sixteen miles an hour, which Paul Azinger said was twenty nine miles an hour less. I was going to say, Azinger. shout out to Azinger for for math. I'll put my hand up on that. As soon as I saw someone tweeted that, I was like, oh, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Oh, it's nice. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna harp on anybody who's trying to do math in real time. As a man who has TV. issues with typos, yeah, yeah, I'm also you know it's a, it, we're kind of uh, birds of a feather. There. Exactly. Yeah. I want to transition this uh, to a, a, a we'll talk distance. Now we'll talk some distance. But before we do that, get this: this is fresh, hot off the presses. New customers this week on the DraftKings Sportsbook can bet five dollars to win two hundred fifty dollars if Bryson makes the top five at this week's upcoming tournament. How about that, huh? <laughs> DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting, a legitimate sports book based right here in the U.S. Rest assured, your funds are totally secure. It is a top-rated sports book, safe, secure, and reliable. Withdraw and deposit your money at your own convenience. You can go to the app right now. Check out all they have to offer. Golfer props, round-by-round betting, so much more. I really especially, once it happens in Florida, uh, want to do the end-round stu- end stuff because that that's where you, you kind of get certain hunches of like, oh, this guy's totally going to win this tournament. I can't wait to get in on that. For college basketball fans, be sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get on all the, the all the hoops action. If it's not available in your state yet, don't forget about the fantasy app. Millions of dollars are up for grabs uh, every week. So go ahead, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code NLU when you sign up. For a limited time, new customers can turn $5 into $250 if Bryson finishes this weekend's tournament in the top five. That's right. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot at winning $250 if Bryson finishes in the top five only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Max $5 wager. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, that was a little and there was a slight. Yeah. No, yeah. It was no a breath. slight. Like your foot was on the line. You dragged the toe, but your foot was. <laughs> it was good effort, though. Line. I appreciate the effort. No breath. Uh, that counted. Deeks twenty three. He's asking, requesting a mea culpa for cherry picking when distance is cool. <sighs> Do you want to apologize? <laughs> not for this. I will apologize later in the show if if you'd like me to. Sure. Not, I for cher- for you guys- not, not for cherry picking distance. <laughs> I waited for you guys to come back. out of the pool. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not apologizing for that though. <laughs> I waited for you guys to come back so I could apologize in person. Because I bet it's a bet. That's very cool. That's very cool. Of you. Yeah. So, so what's the premise? What's Deke saying that we 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 distance praise distance at times and then at other times we say it's bad? Yes. Apparently, a lot of people are very confused as to how you could be entertained by what Bryson is doing and still be pro rollback of technology in golf. It, here's what I would say. This is a very complicated issue. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have you. <laughs> but many different ways we could go with this. When they show the scatter chart and they say everybody else hit it here, but Bryson hit it here, that's all so relative. 
that has nothing to do with how far the ball is going. It has to do with how far Bryson's ball is going in relation to everybody else. So rolling back the ball, you like it. It all stays the same. Guys. He'd still be hitting. <laughs> he it would still just be just as far hitting it just past as far those past guys. everybody else relative to everybody else. And that would be something that I'd be like, wow, that's super interesting, especially if he was doing it with a driver that was, you know, I'm, I am no way I'm, I'm saying it's not impressive what he's doing. But I think what we've constantly been saying is when the drivers are as big and as forgiving and that some of that goes for the golf ball too, as they are, it, it's a lot easier to swing it at 700 miles an hour and, and feel like you're going to be able to keep it on the planet. Because some of those balls that, you know, where he's up against the fence on a, on a couple of these shots where he's he's walking through entrances and and back through entrances and somehow not OB on Saturday like yeah maybe the, some of those balls don't stay on the planet and that that makes everything a lot different and so that's that's where i would say the difference lies what am i missing there i mean that's like element 1 of 10,000 elements of this discussion right and it's it's we're so early in this. we're so early in this but i guess i was a little frustrated with you know, like, of course, it's freaking entertaining to watch what Bryson just did. And that's where we need to start, right? It's yeah. like, yes, that was awesome. Of course. That, that was real. I got a massive thrill. I've been to that hole on Bay Hill. I can picture exactly what he's doing. I can picture where everybody else is hitting. I can picture why that's so interesting to watch, and it was awesome. However, having, having said all that, like, that doesn't mean, you know, suddenly there's more land to keep expanding golf courses and more water to maintain golf courses and, you know, all kinds of other things that go into this distance debate. It's not just like, well, it's fucking fun to watch Bryson hit it. This is so good for golf. It's like, ah, it's so relative to one hyper specific hole. That's why that's Tour. where I was at. I was like, oh, this, the whole thing is worth like all of the, all of the driver wedge stuff we watch week to week you know, is offset all offset by these two shots that he hit on number six. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's quite all the way there. Like, there can be some entertainment with this, but overall, do I think it is the the right way, like the, the path that should keep getting exacerbated? And why do people want to keep, always ignore that there are rules and regulations on the ball? So I think a lot of people would be better off just arguing, Let's take rid of. Let's get rid of all the regulations. Let's let them hit it four fifty. Like yeah. why would why would we stop at this point? Now you've stumbled upon a, a new territory <laughs> that I'm I'm sketching out this weekend, which is reverse bifurcation, where mm. I think we should roll back everybody except the pros <laughs> and unleash the pros to hit it like you said five hundred yards. I, I know you're joking, but that thought honestly crossed my mind this week. Where it's like, dude, if, if everybody's saying like this is so entertaining, this is unbelievable, why don't they just why doesn't everybody just lean into this? It's like that's cool, but that's kind of like a different sport. Like we're we're talking about a totally different thing here. Not not to be like, you know, big old curmudgeon guy, but you know, it, it's it's a little different. It, it's it, I don't know. I, I was kind of gonna say some of that for our I think we're getting ready to do another Commissioner for a day podcast and and one idea I was thinking everybody should have one of those little you know when you go to the old course uh, during the winter and everybody has to carry around the little square to to a hit mat. off the a mat the little turf mat to hit off of they should just do that on the PJ tour if people don't want to hit out of divots they don't want to play you know the game that the way it's supposed to be played like let's just fucking make, let's just tee everything All right, up now it. we're getting off <laughs> off clip it to their belt exactly yeah no it's. To me, it's all micro versus macro, right? I was going to say, I remember in 1998, as a, just a weed lad, I went and watched batting practice, Mark McGuire in Cincinnati. Oh, just yeah. socking dingers. Just Randy, <laughs> you're going where I'm going. I love it. Hitting the Take baseball there. to parts of, of Synergy Field at that time that 
I didn't know people could hit it there. Like, was that cool? Hell yeah, that was cool. I had a blast and I got caught up in it and it was awesome. And then, you know, you go on that path for however many years and the, the you know, what it does to the game. So, so, something doesn't smell and, right. And yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, then you start peeling back some layers of the onion. And so it's just like, come on. I, I think we, we can't let this one incident, like you said, one whole one week uh, detract from the, the macro issue at hand. God, my strap brother, <laughs> same wavelength. I was, I was thinking the same thing. It's, it it is one hundred percent entertaining. And I was thinking Maguire Sosa ninety eight. I was so into that whole thing. But then when Luis Gonzalez starts hitting fifty plus dingers, and it's because he's got an open batting stance. And I'm like, wait a second. And so what I'm thinking is Brady like, well, Anderson. what happens when <laughs> Steve Finley? It's not now. It's five years power. from now. Like, go let's go check on the young bucks. They're like, oh my god. So if like five or six or seven or ten guys are doing that same thing, like the. It, it, the veneer comes off. It's not as it's not as interesting. It's not unique. And then it's like, well, now crap. Like that's the strategy of the hole. And if you can't keep up, then you just you know might as well not play. Sorry. Yeah. The relative advantage disappears, which right. goes back exactly. To yeah. So I and that's what I worry about is like the it, you know it's I'm t- the long the long term a little bit. Couple things on that. One, I, I the feeling of what you guys are talking about. I, I'm I'm with you there, but it's worth noting that we're talking about a steroid difference versus equipment, right? And like the steroid goes into to the to the athleticism of the players and the strength that they build up. Granted, it was in sure illegal ways they did it, but that's different, right? So Bryson has done that. He has. We don't know about steroids, but we uh, he has bulked up. Say, does the tour test? Is the tour testing doing that? No, they're not testing. Athletically, he has built up and and done this. The, the analogy there would real be, quick on if, that. If we gave MLB players aluminum bats and they twenty five years into that experiment, they started hitting absolute bombs and everyone was hitting well, it out of the ballpark. That would be like we'd be having the discussion around equipment related to it. I mean, even to that point, Jose Canseco, right? Love him or loathe him. Uh, I think he tweeted this weekend. I don't know, appropriate, <laughs> like apropos of what that Mark McGuire corked his bat before every game, and Sammy Sosa got caught during a game corking his bat. No, so, he was just trying to show off during batting practice. So, Come on. So you had some of the the equipment <laughs> stuff too. I guess is is my point yes. with that. There's like that, that's like that was cheating. This is different. This this I'm saying of like. We're talking about equipment, and a lot of people want to do like make this argument of the guys are just better athletes now. You don't get it. They're better athletes. And I have now come full circle on this to want to be like, you know what? You are making the case better for the role, like a rollback, yes. yeah. because they're great athletes. Why are they all using the modern equipment then? Why um, is no one, not one, not one player in professional golf using like persimmon or antiqua or a balata ball? Do you want to know why? Because the equipment's clearly an advantage. And if they're such great athletes, the greatest athletes that you're saying, go do it with that stuff then. Why wouldn't they? The equipment doesn't matter within this in well, this equation, right? I, I hear you loud and clear on cheating versus yeah. just equipment, adva- like technological advances. But I guess where I see the similarity with baseball in 1998 is just changing the game, right? Like baseball becoming home runs or strikeouts, right? It just, you know, you talk to like somebody and I'm not a huge baseball fan, so I'm probably wading into territory with well, actually people. We'll keep you, we'll keep yeah. you between but, the But it's like, it's changing the strategy of the game in a way that like, if one guy's doing it, yeah, it's unique and it's an outlier and it's fun to watch. But if 15 guys are doing it in three years, it's like, man, that's like, it'll get old. It won't be the jolliness that we had today. It'll be like, oh God, now they got to lengthen that hole. Like what? <laughs> You know, that's not unique anymore. So anyway. It's shifting the emphasis on skills. 
Yes. That's what this is. And it's and our argument is, at least my argument on this, is it is the driving skill, di- the driving distance skill is getting overemphasized and it's going to continue trending that way without any adjustments to equipment. So two things. One, I Bryson shouldn't feel uh, like he should be blameless in this, I think, right? hundred like, percent. I want to make very clear that like he has put in a ton of work and real quick, what I was going to say is, you know, we joke about the steroid stuff, but if somehow, if five years from now, uh, Bryson turns into, you know, Luis Gonzalez, that screenshot at Bay Hill is going to be a tough look, but that's <laughs> going to be awesome. That's going to be, a, that's a separate thing, but put that in a time capsule. <laughs> what I forget if I rambled about this on the podcast last time I was on, or if this was a thing I was talking about privately, but the, if you go back and read, I think it was 2002, right? The joint statement of principles from the USGA. If you go back and read that, basically what they had said in 2002, shout out to Zinger 19 years ago, uh, was <laughs> basically what we are saying, boldface, basically all caps, the ball should not go any farther. And then they follow that up with saying, we don't care if it's because of equipment. We don't care if it's because players are more athletic. We don't care if it's because of agronomy, all the reasons that people throw out now for why it goes farther. They just say, we just don't think it's good for golf if this goes any farther. Since then, average driving distance on tour, I don't have in front of me, has gone up, what, 600 yards <laughs> per that player? That's about right. Uh, and I think what gets frustrating in this argument is hearing that, hearing the governing body saying almost two decades ago, all right, no more, enough is enough, and something needs to be done. Uh, and then just everybody else following that up with like, yeah, 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 but you don't understand they're better athletes. Like you don't understand, it doesn't matter. It, like it, it doesn't matter. It's still going too far, and that's what I think is the massive disconnect here. Is is this whole obfuscation of everybody trying to figure out the why rather than just like the what? Which is, yo, he just almost he could have driven the fucking par five this week. Like <laughs> the ball's going a lot farther. It doesn't matter why. Uh, and I think to your point, it's like, and he does. You're right. You know he, what? He's he, hacked the system, which is like, for sure. Hey, man, that's. Good job. <laughs> but to your point, it's like, you, you know what's probably not going to happen is just like a correction where it starts to go a little shorter yeah. next year. <laughs> like I, I, I want It's probably just going to keep going like this. Slight digression. Uh, I've, I saw a stat of how last year Bryson led the tour. I think it was like 323, like leader in driving distance. Hank Keeney was second on that list in, I think, 2003 with like, I think it was 303. But like, shout out to Hank Keeney. Like what... <laughs> What a menace! Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a story. I think, right? I think there's some demons in that. A little digression there, but yeah. I just that kind of blew me away. I thought it was going to be like really you know, the whole Keeney family. Honestly, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there for sure. But uh, that was that was surprising to me. Thank you. Cool man. <laughs> well, but think about that for a second. That's night. That's what night. Eighteen years ago. Yeah. So then for. Well, these guys are just better athletes, dude. Yeah, but the people just move away. Like, you would think it would be like, you know, when they show you the hottest temperature on Earth is like every year, it's like it just goes up and up and up. You would think that with the driving distance, it would be the same kind of thing, right? You would think. And that climate change conversation has been so black and white and easy to understand. <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, it's wild that this hasn't been the same thing. Well, listen, thanks for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk, everyone. We are at minimum, you know, we're getting there. We're maybe 408 more podcasts away from finally getting this thing nailed down yep. and, uh, and and really solving the distance no, I, issue. I, I do think it's interesting to keep talking about, it, even though I'm sure some people are getting sick of it, because every time on Twitter, I you know, every time you tweet anything about distance, you get whether it's the data boys, whether it's just random, you know, random 
accounts coming at you about like, you don't get it. This is fun to watch. It's like, ah, you know what? Well, I've actually thought about it a lot <laughs> for a really long time. Uh, but the more you talk to people about that stuff, like it is a big complex issue that not everybody is thinking about quite as much as we are. So it's, if, it's if, worth continuing talking about it, I think. And if I have to be honest, this week felt a little bit like the genie escaping the bottle where the tour obviously, you know, making memes and, and seeing the excitement on ground level with Bryson. It's going to get outrageous. Like, good luck. Good luck trying to put for sure put that toothpaste back in the tube. Oh, I, dude, I think oh, they're so going to have no gone. appetite to, to roll back no. the ball, in my opinion, which is unfortunate. Well, yeah, but now we get into like USGA versus PGA Tour and whose decision it is and whether the PGA Tour is going to go along with it. And again, I would encourage everybody to go back and read the 2002 Statement of Principles where – you know, as Solly pointed out uh, a couple weeks ago, where, you know, the USGA basically said, okay, PJ Tour, you have, uh, or this was in the recent distance report. Yeah. They included this statement from the tour that basically said they were going to support the USGA in this. In yeah, this, and we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, much of which hasn't been done. And yeah, it's, listen, man, this is what we keep saying is like, there's going to be a massive seismic shift coming, it, it seems like. And what that looks like is, to quote Big Randy, like, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm excited to find out. Which, to your point, in the previous regime of the PGA Tour, the USGA began, threw it out, began the discussions saying, like, hey, we're, you know, here's what we're looking into doing. Like, would you guys support this? And the previous regime's message from the PGA Tour to the USGA was absolutely not. So I don't know if the current regime feels the same way or, you know, but... Well, why yes. make why make <laughs> tough decisions about the long-term future of your sport when it's so easy just to, like... <laughs> do nothing <laughs> I, I think i was thinking the exact same thing uh today as as all the bryson stuff's going down is i mean it's going to be a true like short-term view cash this bitch in as fast as we can just bryson's on the t everybody get to the tv tweet the memes tweet the gifs oh my god bryson 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 and yeah i think everybody's going to wake up in five years and be like oh fuck there's there's like 30 bryson's now now what do we do now, oh my gosh! Now we have to wait for every every green to clear on the PJ Tour, and rounds are going to take five and a half hours, and we can't finish because of daylight. And now we got to cut field sizes, and now people can't get into events. And now we're losing playing opportunities. <laughs> yeah, it's a big fucking mess, man. Waiting to happen. Can't I don't want to be doomsday guy, but it, it's <laughs> no, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Golf, it's going to be interesting. changing, man. You just don't want to get on yeah. board. You this just... is good for the game. Tell me about the golf course closure rate versus open rate in the in world right now. Tell me how that counts. Well, so I was talking to somebody else about it. this. Was on on Twitter today. Is like, I think what gets tough about this is there's so many. I, I don't get like we're just at such a uh, impasse here, like a diverging road where we're trying to make golf courses for both for for two wildly different games, right? And the professional golf game and the recreational golf game are just two different things. And I don't know how you keep building courses and tricking people into paying $500 to go play them uh, when they're they're not even the same sport that you're playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it doesn't work to just like, well, we'll just build professional courses then. And that, that doesn't, that's not a thing. Who's playing them the other 360 days yeah, a year? That's not how it's going to like work. And there's other layers of professional golf. There's... You know, there's golf courses that professionals need to play and practice at. There's mini tour events. There's corn ferry events. There's PGA Tour Latino America events. There's European tour events. There's challenge tour events. There's not 
You can't just say like, oh, we'll just build 50 golf courses and that's where we'll play all the tour events. Like that is not, first of all, one, you can't do that. And two, like that's not where pro golf is played. It's played in so many different places. And I excluded LPGA from that because it's a different discussion for the for the ladies game. It's not a, it's not nearly the issue that it is for the men's game. It clearly is trending, trending, trending this way. And I think the reason I bring that up is like someone threw out concession last week was an awesome test for the PGA Tour, right? Sure. It was right on the edge. You had to hit really great iron shots. Otherwise, you were massively punished. Like, good luck building a bunch of those that, you know, where everybody comes out and shoots 120. Yeah. Like, that's just, gosh. And and I don't know. I guess people could throw, you know, the sawgrasses and Kiowas and places like that, and they're massively full tee sheets to pay $500 a round to go play them in my face. But... Yeah, it just seems like there's a, a max for that that number of golf courses. Well, you, with the <clears throat> with the concession comparison, it's interesting to watch a guy like Colin Morikawa win short grass around the greens rewards the approach. And then it, you had a tweet today, Sally, about just the thick rough doesn't do anything to Bryson. No, it gives him advantage. I know it's it's unbelievable. Like that that is the that's the unlock there. It's just like blast it down there, and his wedge is the same size as his six iron, and he's just going to generate the speed, and it's no big deal. And that's where the athletic stuff I think is is actually like a super interesting point. And what he's right? done yeah. to be the guy that has single length irons that yes. launches iron like that deserves credit. Like totally. that is Bryson tweaking and yeah. experimenting and doing so much stuff that I want to go out of my way to give him credit for doing and mastering and getting. But like that stuff that, not but, is it good, but it's not good for the game. Like it's not no, that yeah. stuff is fine for the game. I think a, a player that is going to look at the rules the way they are and say, "Here's how I'm going to you know get everything to mathematically work in my favor." Right? I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to build this swing base that is going to allow me to add 20 miles an hour of swing speed whenever I want to in a year, in basically a year, which is insane. And I'm gonna. You know, I'm not going to worry. I have these single length irons. I can pump the ball out of the rough with a wedge that is the length of a six iron that's going to have speed. It's going to go straight up in the air, and I can stop it on the green. While everyone else is 20 yards behind me in this rough trying to hack an eight iron, they're not going to be able to hold the green, and I am, and that's my playing style. Huh, like, weigh in on, on Bryson yeah. doing that. I He deserves all that credit. I think it is. It always it just goes all the way to the top of, like, maybe the rules should be different. That's, that's where I'm at. Like, that's where I've been for a long time. It, it's okay to pursue distance it's like i'm pursuing distance right now this is the way the rules are the way the equipment's set up right now it pays to hit it long and go find it and figure it out from there maybe that should be different like that's what we're saying yeah well, and that's that's the comparison i'm making with the concession is that that it it's hard to if you're a casual fan short grass doesn't look scary but then the more you like the, the more you pull back the onion it's like man that's so much more interesting sure. or like that's so much more challenging for these guys fact is Majority of the courses out there are going to fit Bryson's, you know, long rough, kind of, kind of hack it out strategy. Well, especially so. when a lot of the messaging is just like, you know, we need to punish these bombers, man. Just grow the rough. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like no, that's the wrong. That's that not the solution. Work. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're playing right into their hands. You're falling. You're falling into the trap. And not only that, there, there's a lot of data to, to <laughs> yeah. show that that is the case. A comparison I want to make there. You talk about concession. I think I think concession is. And I, I say this a bit tongue in cheek, but almost so bad it's good, like so bad for the amateur player yeah. that it it ends up being good for the professional well, player. That was my but, point. Yeah, but it, which so the Venn diagram is two totally separate circles. Where somewhere like uh, Memorial Park for the Houston Open, they have they have sixty thousand rounds a year. They have a lot of short grass around the greens. They had I didn't get to watch a lot of that last year. From what I saw, it was like 
whoa, that course sticks out as a course that is very playable on repeat for a lot of players, yet for the pros, the little intricacies around these greens are really interesting, and where they can put four pins over the course of four days, mm -hmm. that's going to be a great professional tournament. Yet, come Monday, when guys go back out there, this place is where golf should be played. So there's yeah. two different kinds of... You can have a course be so challenging to pros that it's not playable for amateurs, and the opposite of like... Mounds around greens, short grass around greens, balls that run away, you know, some lighter rough that, you know, doesn't really, you know, it, it doesn't affect the way the pros are going to play the hole that much. That is where I think the sweet spot is, but it's really, really, really hard to get right. And and I think the reason I brought up the concession and, and how all this relates to recreational golf and, and amateur golf and all that stuff too, is I feel like so many golf courses and so many just casual people sitting on the couch take all their cues from professional golf. Right. And I think this is kind of the, the augustification of, you know, cable TV or not cable color TV starting and like, you know, this shift to, you know, if every blade of grass isn't perfect, then that's a shit golf course. And then that changes course rankings and that changes how people view their own home course and all this stuff. And I think my, my issue here with a lot of the, the calls for, you know, we need more trees, we need more, you know, we need thicker rough, we need all that stuff's going to stop the pros that stuff just like trickles down and in, into <laughs> recreational golf as well. I, I hate you bringing trees will, into it though. Well, okay. The, let's just, we'll stick with rough. How about that? That's that's I can join yeah. you there. Oh, Bryson's hitting it so far. We need to grow the rough up. And it just, there is such a delusion of how, which golf courses are going to host, which events. I mean, all of us have played at events or have played at golf courses where you go talk to the members, you go talk to whomever. And they're, they're just, you know, I think, we we change a couple pins, we cut down a couple trees. I think we I think we host the US Open out here. And it's like I don't think you're going to, <laughs> but they're going to take all their cues from what the professional game is doing. And I mean we've we've seen that at a bunch of courses. And so I think all this stuff just it, it all is related. The I know you can't see my hands, but the you know the the professional game is is going skyrocketing as far as some of these skill sets are going. The recreational game is staying pretty much the same. So I don't know how you keep playing those two things on a on a venue that doesn't change, right? And and save the or on the same venue, yeah. I should say. Save the uh, golf is thriving, throwing that in our face because like there might be a pandemic that kind of changed the, that, the listen, golf landscape helped. a little bit. Uh, and where was that data? How was that data looking before this happened? And maybe everyone sticks around this game, you know, that's been you know that all everyone that was added to it in the last year and all that stuff. Do I think it's because drivers go insanely far at the pro level? Absolutely not. I don't think that is contributing to it. So it's safe to say there's a lot of different elements. I, I know. You know what? Here's a, here's a good question. Neil, I know you said on the pod a couple weeks ago, when you watch Riviera, it makes you want to go play golf. Yes. Did you want to go play golf today after watching Bryson? No. <laughs> I, I didn't. I mean, it's a different sport. I, I will say this though: I have enjoyed watching Bay Hill two years in a row because it average score there was like seventy five. I like watching these guys yeah. struggle. So, kudos to the course for, you know, the challenge. I guess, but it's, I think eighteen sweet. Yeah, I think fifteen and seventeen stink, and sixteen. I think eighteen whatever. But. So bad it's good. Like it's not a good. I wouldn't say it's a good. I, haul. Think, it, I think it was interesting. It was interesting to watch them have to. I know it's not you know, kind of strategic, but it was interesting to have to, to see Westwood and Bryson both have to hit two good shots and, and make a putt into that green. But so just tying a bow on Bryson, I have two things. The first one is serious. One is just kind of a joke. The, how do you think he plays with the players? Do you think that sets up for when we're talking about long rough or do you think the, the, that TPC is more of a, the concession 
type course, or is it more of what we just saw this week at Bay Hill? I, I wouldn't, if I was picking courses, wouldn't compare it to either of them. But if I had to pick between the two, more concession. Because there's not a lot of rough at TPC. Uh, especially the rye overseed stuff is super easy to hit out of. A lot and, different than the gnarly, tangly yeah. Bermuda in the summer. There's a decent amount of pine straw around the golf course and stuff. But it's not a course that rewards distance very much. So his, it doesn't, It's he's not at a disadvantage in any way. But yeah. it's a more level playing field It's somewhere like TPC. I'm I'm like more a cow is jumping off the page for me at this one. I mean, this would make a ton of sense, I would think. But and our, listen, I know I'm a guilty of being a huge homer. Our guy Max, another top ten, fantastic iron player. I mean, listen, don't don't sleep on Max. Sneaky, sneaky top ten. We're we thought long way into the pod before we brought up Jordan Spieth. How about that, huh? It was a lot of. Uh, this is outrageous to say since it was an outrageous week, but it was kind of a lot of the same, right? Just. The cocaine train rolls on. Uh, it's, it'd be making its way, high-speed rail up to Jack's Beach. And, uh, you know, I mean, Saturday was just goofy. Like, it was so <laughs> dumb. First, first, I turned on coverage <laughs> yesterday. First shot I see, Spieth holes out. It was, oh, my God, it's going to go. I, I think I was thinking about it really hard. I think that's the first time I've seen a hole-in-one live really? on TV ever. How about that? I've seen one in person. You've seen a lot of... This a moment ago. Yeah, exactly. Jazz but like it was it on. was truly a thrill to be like, oh my God, that might go in. Holy shit, it went in. Randy, <laughs> the ball went in the hole from 202. Unbelievable. So that was cool. out, he made it. That was really cool Thrilled to see it live. Delighted, young yeah. Neil. So not only did a cheap he, thrill. A hole in one, a hold bunker shot, and Randy, get this. So? 141 feet of putts made. But believe me, but that's you're, you're not breaking news to me. <laughs> I've been all over that story. He had 140 feet in round one as well. Um, the guy's got to get driver figured out if he's going to want. I mean, if you, if people are looking for a reason as to why he hasn't won, he loses strokes gain off the tee in every one of these tournaments. I don't know how he's finishing top five. It is truly magic what he's doing with the irons and still hitting like seemingly every week hitting just boneheaded, making boneheaded decisions with some of his plays. I was going to say, I, I put it on Greller's tombstone. Just quote, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the caddy player combo between those two is like must see TV for me. Yeah, I'm just not comfortable with that, Jordan. Like, I, he's like, he's just always trying to talk Michael into something he shouldn't do. It's the best. Great trends, though. I mean, how much fun is it having Speeth uh, prominently involved weekend after weekend? Yeah, and just giving us the ride too. I mean, I, I at no point did I think he was going to win today, though. This was the first week I've been like, eh. Whatever, whatever happens today happens. I don't feel like he's I felt about to like win. he did today drive it a lot better though, especially in the did, back nine. Yeah, he last, hit some good. Like, he was hitting that fade, yeah. uh, kind of through the meat of the of the back nine that today I thought was, was his, he was yeah. counting on that, which was cool to see. I he think was, he got sloppy after that. After he didn't make birdie on sixteen, but, he was twelfth in strokes gained driving today so off the team. So yeah. he did have a good good driving day today, especially in tough conditions. Um, so that's encouraging. But yeah, nothing fell today. He he lost almost two strokes on the green, and I, we, we, he needs to make putts. I think what's interesting. Tying this to to Bryson, this might be a horrendously stupid take, but go with me on this journey. Is uh, what's so interesting about the driving with Bryson? And I'm kind of thinking this, you know, in in context with Spieth. Is I feel like there are going to be so many more. Uh, all right, we've we've seen this with Fina, right? Where listen, the ball can bounce either way. You never know what's going to happen. If you just got to put yourself in the mix, and hopefully you kind of get lucky, right? Uh, that driver had to earn him at least one shot this week, right? And he wins the tournament by one. Like, I think that's kind of the 
the crux of why that's such an important thing, right? Like, I don't know if that is making sense, what I'm trying to say, but I feel like he's, if he can put himself in the mix so many more times, like it's just, there's going to be so many more times where, oh, look at that. He won by one. He had the one extra shot that he needed to actually win versus finishing T4 or something like that. And just thinking about Spieth in, in the opposite Right. In this ever evolving yes. landscape of like, send it, send it, everyone yeah. send it. And he's not a guy that sends it. He's got to overcome so much more. So right. in these weeks where he has a hole out, he has a hole in one, he drains 80 foot putts. He does all these things. Like that's still not enough. And still yeah. comes up short. But, yeah. Not a good sign. Then back to our first conversation. What an easy guy to root for <laughs> no, compared, yeah, yeah. compared to the guy that's just like getting spotted the stroke when he shows up every week, right? I mean, I'm already, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm already setting my alarm for Masters Saturday night. I need to get a full night's sleep when it's him versus Bryson on Masters Sunday. Oh, he's totally going to win. It, they'll probably won't be paired together though because the, the timing of the, uh, of the when they finish will probably get messed up or something. Uh, you are on that block. You are firmly. You are seated in a lawn chair on that. I just block. like Here seeing comes... people get worked up over it. I really don't care that much. But Bryson like, and Nick Taylor in the final group. It is definitely like the. It made me so mad that people were so Why tired. Why do Canada like that? <laughs> Sally's got a cooler. He's handing out waters on that block. <laughs> Cold bottom, one dollar, right here. Police are going to kick him out like they did you and Phoenix that one year. <laughs> exactly. Get come on, man. You can't hawk shirts here. Did you guys catch that? Whatever it was, you know the the you know, the the wily veteran versus the brute strength versus the Canadian. That's all they had <laughs> they for did Corey keep Connors. Connors. The Canadian. Yo, yeah, I want to say Corey Connors. I'm in love with the golf swing. The is. tempo is so good. I I so I'm I'm gonna just throw him. He can't. He couldn't make a putt. Couldn't make a putt except for the eagle. Uh, struggled on the greens, but God, he hits it good, man. So that was that was cool to see. I haven't really watched a lot of him, uh, a lot of his golf game. So that was fun. It was again to bring it back to Bryson. I mean, who knows what his lie looked like in the 18th rough there, the rough right of of 18. But when he has to, you know, it was it was jarring to switch back and forth between him and Bryson, where Bryson's just lashing it out of everything. A lot of, you know, a lot of it's because he's hitting the single length you know, six iron length wedge, but, and then seeing Corey Connors with basically the tournament on the line has to make a birdie, like no chance has, has to just lay it up out to the left. I mean, there you go. There's another, there's another example. Yeah. Thought Matthew Fitzpatrick was going to, going to win. And they, they kind of, you know, they do that thing where they flash to him up ahead in the windy firm greens, making birdie putts. And he just gave way too many shots back this week. I really double I at 17. Brutal. Hate, hate that. He had a cook in there on the back nine until until he doubled 17. I just We talked some about this and about this hole, but uh, at day underscore Tyler uh, sent a uh, question for the podcast. Is the 15th hole at Bay Hill the worst par four on tour? Nobody can hit fairway. Uh, the rough is stupid thick all over the place. The bunkers protect the front of the green on both sides. Oh, and it starts by hitting over a road. <laughs> and two shrubs, yeah. which I feel like would tickle Big Randy. I feel like you would like that. It's a great visual. They got to stop traffic. There's always, a, there's always a traffic cop out there stopping people. Uh, yeah, 15, 15 sucks. That that ball, I don't know. Maybe you have to hit a cut in there, but that ball Corey Connors hit where you know, he hit the draw and it hits in the right rough and bounces through to the left rough. It's like, all right, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> that's the, that's a future that Webb Simpson wants for, for golf, yeah. by the way. Shout out to more dog legs. That was, that was uh, really stopped Bryson on number six there. <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. More dog legs. Randy, I feel like we're kind of losing you a little bit, so I'm going to, I know exactly how to get you back in. Tell us about the drive on it at Golden Ocala. Oh my gosh, guys. Uh, first of all, I thought it was such a treat having uh, mid-morning coverage Thursday yes. and Friday. 
like non non sarcastically. Good groups too. The Cordas, Jin Young Co playing together. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to Morgan Pressel who's joined the uh, yeah. broadcast team there too as well. That was some refreshing insight. So the the big takeaway: Austin Ernst third LPGA Tour victory, convincing fashion. Uh, she was up at one point like six or seven strokes today. Um, just a, a great performance by her. I'm more curious. I've, I've been noodling, and I see both sides of it. I, I got some takes around the course, but I, w- I want to throw it out to you guys and, and see what you think first. I was gonna what, ask what do you think of the Golden Ocala and the tribute holes? I was going to ask if you thought this you know, portends well for Austin's chances in April. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, do you want me to set the stage? I, I can't decide. Well, Solly's played the course. I feel like he's... Solly loves it. It's awesome. Yeah, I remember. No, I remember you legitimately raving it's, about it's it. Legi- it. It it was it, the hurdle for me to overcome in terms of enjoying it was quite big. Like I, w- of course, I was ready to roll my eyes at replica holes of Augusta. Have I've never played Augusta? I've been there and, and seen the old it. course and Royal True. So the old course stuff isn't like isn't what I'll <laughs> rave about. But the, <laughs> would be t- what hole is it at the old course? The road hole. They have right? number one and the road hole. Yeah, um, number one, one is that, that would be a tough one to recreate without you know. Bring, bring one of Scotland to Florida. One of the world's coolest cities at the <laughs> yeah. ocean surrounding it. But the road hole is interesting. It's like probably more of how the the I mean, in terms of like it takes a long iron to get in there around a road hole bunker, massive green. There's no building wall. or anything though, right? There's no I mean, building to no te- no, you, just you, OB. You hit over like uh it's actually not OB. You hit over a wall, but it's not out of bounds over there. But the Augusta 12 and 13, which is 11 and 12 at Golden Ocala. It is ex- almost exactly what I would imagine the shot value to be like on those shots. It's awesome. It is, it like trying to hit wedges into that into the 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 twelfth hole at Augusta. I can't. I still can't tell if you're being serious. I'm I dead can't. serious. <laughs> like really, hundred percent serious. It's awesome. Feels like he's a Harry Potter fan. Just got back from. <laughs> The, the Harry Potter theme park. No, you gotta go, dude. It, just, it looks just like Hogwarts. He's all jacked up on butterbeer. Yeah. Well, I've always been. Uh, no, no, no. See, I know, I know, but it's awesome. I've always been enthralled by the the like the replica courses that pop up and be like, oh, I gotta go do this. And every review of everyone I've ever heard is horrible. Like it's in horrible shape. Like not even worth it. It's such a bad imitation. So I went in with that mindset. But like, actually, and getting to play them in competition too was like. Oh shit! This like four iron is above my feet here, coming into quote thirteen at Augusta, and I really want to cut this, or else like there's no good place to land a draw. How do you hit this shot? And like feeling very exposed in that moment was kind of like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Did you doff your cap on the Sarazen Bridge? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a tweet I think from Beth Ann Nichols who was like, oh, they'll be using the traditional Masters uh, hole locations for holes, you know, whatever eleven and twelve or whatever they are. Of course, immediately rolled my exactly what you're saying. I'm like, God, that's so stupid. And then I was like, Well, well, yeah, of course. Like, where Why else are you gonna you? put them? That's yeah. that's awesome. It, yeah, I you admittedly out, I, didn't see much of them on. So TV, where do you though, stand so I, watching I on TV, they, Randy? How do you feel about out. the replica holes? It's it's just tough for me to square because it, it's uh, there's something sad about the the best women golfers in the world having can't play the real thing. So I, I think that. That's where I start is like, oh, cool. They, like they get to play replicas. Like, well, you know what would be really, really <laughs> sick, though? These are better than money, sir. <laughs> these, are, these are IOUs. As if they got to play the real yeah. thing. Uh, which so, I will say, they can they have op- women's open championships at the old course, which there's re- old course replica. It's Augusta, yeah. basically, is what you're at. There's three Augusta holes. And right. Jennifer Cupcho was your early leader who they, yeah. won the Anwa, right? 
They, yeah. So they have the on one out. They I don't believe the women have ever had an open championship at St. Andrews before, but they will in the next few years. But the on was a, an amateur event, which, you know, great for the, the people coming up now. So I don't know. That was just tough for me to square. I, I, I will say, like, nothing against Golden Ocala. Just, like, if I were going down there, I think my personal mindset is, Solly, I would be exactly like you. Like, it's it's a it's a high hurdle for me to clear to to lean into it. But, you know, great great for the people that get to go and play it. There was just something about, like, yeah, these are the best women in the world. And, you know, hey, we're playing replica holes here in, like, central Florida. Like, oh, God, that's kind of sad when you start to think about it. There have been two women's British Opens at the old course at St. Andrews, 2007 and 2013. Oh, and they're also corrected. going to uh, – there's a Baltusrol hole, which no one knows. It's yeah. a Baltusrol. And they're also going to Baltusrol here in the, in the future as well. So it's really Augusta that you're – that you're that you're after there. I got some bad info from our guy Shane last week. I was asking if they'd ever been to the hate, old course before. Hate that. I know. So anyway, I stand come on, Shane. That's great. Do but, you actually play the Baltimore hole, or is it a simulation that you go through? And is it a, is it the <laughs> is it the <laughs> upper or lower course? <laughs> you would know. Yeah. Shout out to for the sure. uh, member guest cl- for club. I don't know what you call that. Member guest champion. For is that sure. you? Yeah. Raining. Well, no, it was like the. I don't think it's the ago? official member. It's like a one-day member guest. Oh, gotcha. it's not the. It wasn't the real thing. It's like a Monday qualifier. But hey, listen, everybody likes a trophy, and some pro shop credit. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we got to go down there and play it, Randy. I think you. I think you'd actually really enjoy it. Your review makes me makes me very intrigued. But I also yeah. can't tell if you're if you're messing with us. <laughs> I'm not that good. The butterbeer was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good at bits. <laughs> This would be a great bit, though. It would be. I'm going to keep, it, keep an eye on you. Uh, TC is not here with us tonight. He wanted us to give a be sure to give a shout-out to Jane Park, who yeah. recently had a baby and is making cuts out on the LPGA Tour. Uh, she had tweeted a picture of her out with the out with her baby during a practice round, which her husband also caddies on tour, is worth noting, and is there as a caretaker of their child as well. And, and she got... They, she got a hateful comment about it, and she got all worked up about it and riled up about it, and I was rallied to her defense in that regard. But it's imagine like trying to – it's something you don't think about, obviously never think about with the men's game of like a human just actually came from your body and you're out performing athletically. At within, the highest level. At the possible. highest level. Like <laughs> yeah. a few months after that happening is very remarkable. So Unbelievable. Shout out to Jane for that. It was cool. And Randy, she's not the only one doing that. Randy and I were at the uh, the Game Bridge last week and at Lake Nona and just seeing her, <laughs> her out there, I mean, your, your eyes kind of – panning the range and you know there's all these like world-class players hitting balls and then you get to jane and she's hitting balls and she's got you know everybody's got their their big stand bag and their caddy and maybe a coach or an agent or you know husband or partner or whatever and uh jane has her stroller right next to her and it was just a really jarring visual and just really cool to see it made me made me really happy and then we come into player dining she's just passing the baby around to all the, all the caddies are just thrilled to see it. It was just, it was awesome. Shout, Shout out to her. She's got awesome. a little Kobe jersey on. And that's got to hit home for TC too. I mean, he's in the thick of it with, uh, with Gustav. So yeah. it's like, man, all, a lot goes into it. And he, and yes, huge kudos to Jane Park. So yeah, it's not, it's not going to make headlines, but uh, something we considered worth discussing. You guys ready for some Amsterdam? Well, no, I, I would like to hear your apology. Let's not bury this oh, in okay. the yeah, very last fine. second of the pod. Well, listen, guys, around this time last year, uh, we made a wager um, mm, mm. that I said Tony Finau would win twice on the PGA Tour. God, he was just short. Mm. And he did win once. He won the Waste Management, <laughs> according to you guys. He did fall one win short of that. 
The bet was an apology. Will you will you publicly apologize on the podcast? And I'm here to do that right now. I apologize for saying that Tony Finau was going to win twice. Uh, came up just a bit short. I feel great about the play. Uh, I, I have absolutely zero regrets. If COVID never happened, I think you know we'd be in a totally different situation. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the extended terms you guys gave sure. to get through the, the this and he with us, and we had our chances this spring, this winter, and I thought that uh, you know the odds were just going to eventually flip for us, and they just haven't yet. I'm not giving up on him. I I would be willing to if you would like to extend the bet or make a new bet into this next year. Um, that you know, I think you know a one and a half odds. That was that was a concession on my part. It was less more likely that he would not win twice than it was that he would win. Sure, but you also brought it up. I did. <laughs> you think that, well, that is that going to become the? Is that the new concession? The, I'm asking for a concession on that. On is that the modern day concession? If we give it to him, then we will what, build a golf course in memory. What of would this you like concession. from us? I would like. I will bet that he will win be- once before it turns twenty in the next year. From now, in a year from now, he'll win a he'll win a PJ tournament. That's a pretty safe bet. Really? Let me let me for Randy, Solly, That's a safe bet. Well, let me and Randy scope. No, out I don't her, think so. Scope, scope out our models. I think it's pretty safe. I, think I mean, it's, I think he's at some point. I know we we should suspend the bid. The data boys are, are going to come after yeah, you. I think he's probably going to win. I have some stakes too. And DJ's he's come full circle. He's betting on Finau now. Well, before we get there, I'd like to. Do you like Finau? <sighs> I told you guys, out of respect for Mr. Palmer's event, I'm going to be addressing this next week. I don't want to detract from from (laughs) We are next week. We're Players Week, baby. I just think, you know, out of respect, out of an abundance of respect, I'd like to defer that to next week. I'd like to ask you, before we get into this, just, you know, before we fully trans, you know, transfer out of the apology uh, in, in full Billy Payne fashion, I mean, what, what did you learn from this? You know, what, and, and how will you, uh, kind of grow from this and really kind of become one of the role models that we really expect you to be. I've learned a lot about getting down in the mud with Ira and the douche. You know, you got to be willing to fight dirtier than sometimes I'm willing to fight. You know, you know, just kind of seeing some of the lot, just knowing, knowing what you're up against and Mm. some of the logic Mm. used in these situations. Mm. Uh, It's a, it's a new challenge for me, you know, and I feel like it was challenged in a lot of different ways over this past year. And I did, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about, you know, how to have some difficult conversations with people you used to respect. Mm. And, uh, you know, how do you move forward after, you know, kind of coming to this realization that, you know, maybe not everything's working. Well, I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do regain that respect for Tony. That would be, uh, I was going to say, do you, be great. do you blame Tony for this? Not even a little bit. He really? gave, he gave his absolute best effort. He, you know, we had some great Sundays. We had some tough Sundays, but, uh, you know, it, for somebody that's lobbing that many good shots up at the up at the hoop, you would think one would open up, but it just hasn't. So, is there any area of his game you'd really encourage him to work on? Uh, I mean, I think the putting is probably what you're getting at, but <laughs> his putting stats are not. Uh, there's no bad. wrong answers. They're all yeah. They're all good I answers. mean, if he, he game management under pressure, yeah, just that would probably be a good thing too. Yeah. Um, listen, it's a, it's a 72 hole tournament. And we're, you know, we need, maybe we need a bigger league coming in. We need an actual league coming into Sunday. We need, we need the odds <laughs> overwhelming in our favor for it to go our way you one time. You know what might be my new bit is that he's spending too much time on the podcast. He's not focusing on the I was going to say, Sal, if you had only three words for Tony, what would they be? <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Elliot! <laughs> so just, and just so the listeners know, you're not apologizing for cherry picking distance takes. Oh no. No. No, no, no. Just for, not for that stuff. I'm not apologizing for the distance stuff. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I What do you think Finau needs more than anything? A big break. <laughs> Thank you. That's big of you. That's cool. all you wanted for a year. Very huh? cool. 
Um, All right, now let's revisit your bet that you're throwing out here. Okay. Uh, so you say in the next calendar year or or in the remainder of twenty? A year from now. If through next he wants year's the whole West Coast. What if we meet him halfway and we say by the end of the year? Yeah, I thought you year. were saying in 2021. Give me the West Coast swing. No. I think that's a new – that we yeah. can explore that when we get to exactly. it. Exactly. I think we're prepared to give you 2021. A full year is a lot. And and, and, we, and listen, he's one. Of, this Vegas would not like this. He's he's clearly one of the best players in the world. It was about even money at the beginning of this year when we started doing our DraftKings stuff. So I'm I'm signing up two years in a row for bad bets for me. I don't, I like don't know, oh, man. It feels it feels like if you if you're sticking to the numbers argument, it feels like he's going to get a win that it's gonna fall his way at some point. It would feel like after 36 times in the top 10. But that's. Sadly, that's not how probability works. It's not like uh, you know, it's gonna even out on the other side. It's just not how probability works. So. Well, it feels like a fair compromise. He could. A lot he of could I'm like Azinger. I'm not great at math, but I, <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what it sounds like. What my gut's telling me. A lot of red on that roulette board. <laughs> it's that, Gotta at, be at black so, this at time. At some point, it's gonna go red seven. <laughs> he could drop down and play that Utah. How about this? Practically a home game. How about this? We'll do if he has a winning record in the Ryder Cup. No, it gets extended no. through he February. Even be on the Ryder Cup team, Euro team. That's that. That is a bad take. We can revisit. You that. know, you should be on the Ryder Cup team. I was thinking this week. Wait, wait, wait let's not. Yeah, get yeah. Past don't, that. don't. Let's, let's let's settle this before we go there. Why would he not be on the Ryder Cup? Because he stinks. Billy How Horsch, does he? Stink? Billy Horschel is who I was going to say. Oh yeah, <laughs> they can. They can have him go do something else that week. He's st- he's he he's. He's not a winner. I want winners in the locker room. He's winners not a winner. only. Winners only. <laughs> exactly. So you have to win stroke play event. You have to beat every stroke play player in a tournament Listen, to be able to get in the match play. His whole deal. Way. His whole deal. Randy's Just looking for foxhole guys. Away. Who do you want take in the foxhole? Do you want you want Tony in the foxhole? Hell no, I don't. We're we're getting killed immediately. <laughs> How'd it work in France? <laughs> well, I, honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I would say that that was kind of whiffs. Was it, didn't of, the U.S. like have no chance? Exactly. And then went out and that was like the match? that was like the three early birdies. Holy shit, we're leading. Let's give a couple back. Okay, now we're out of the tournament. Let's birdie seventeen and eighteen coming home. That was that was what France was. He beat the. He won his points. He won. You won, all you can do is play your match. Yeah, but win. the U.S. had no chance. If it was close and it came down to <laughs> oh god, you know, no if it came down to Finau's match. It, there's no way he was one of the first ones out and beat Justin Rose when it. Like, he was the one that put the point on the board. Oh, no, you're treading into uncomfortable territory. Don't put me Finau gotta, against Team Rose. You got to talk. You got to make a statement <laughs> on behalf of Team no, Rose. No, I issued a statement on Twitter. No, it's Fleetwood. He beat Fleetwood. So you're Which, right. if we, and this <laughs> they can have lead some us, similarities. And this can lead us back. I'm ready to coin Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleet. Now, <laughs> let's work on that name. But I, or, yeah. like, or, <laughs> I, I see what you're doing there. Or Finwood. <laughs> I had two choices there. Sorry, Webb Simpson beat Justin Rose is what I was. Fleet now or Finwood? Why wouldn't it be Flee now? Fleet Flee now is good. Too. Tommy like Flee now. Hold on, yeah. I I do I do get what they're saying about. Together. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna hold your feet to uh, this. Flee now was when four. He, or, uh, Fleetwood was four and one. That's when, a bad take. When he closed this match, the record, it, your honor. No, no, but he just can't win. When he closed this match, it was ten and a half, nine and a half. All right, so I don't want to hear any of that. Like other side of the golf course, birdie. No, that is bad, bad take. Bad. He was literally bad, he he got to compete against his English doppelganger. Like that's talk about a comfy comfy match for for Tony. Fleetwood was like first a match monster. out. He was a Fleetwood was a monster. But that, what that week. But check it out, dog. Fleetwood done do dick. <laughs> in the right, he was four and one in the Ryder Cup. I feel like. Uh, Finau's starting to feel like Al Harrington, just getting like 
just get fourth quarter buckets on a bad NBA team. You know, like that's what that that's what I think that's the point. Sharif Abdurrahim. Yeah, I think that's the point Randy's trying to make. Like this Ryder Cup comparison. I can get down for if for you, all that matters is is winning. Like in golf tournaments, I can get down with that. I can understand that, but I can't understand the fact that Finau beats. So many pros every single week. How that doesn't oh, translate God. to match play? Oh, How does it? No. no, no, no. How does it no, not? Tra- no. no, answer it. How does that not translate to match play? No, because it's it's totally different. It's totally different. That how's I, it I, different? I, it just it, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. You know, oh, he finished second. He beat 119 people. I, take, but now we're talking about now we're talking about match play. He wins in match play. <laughs> now, now that's what we're talking about. So what? What? what I don't. Even, I've lost the argument. What is he a, like? So a, a strong match. A, a match player. Does Dustin John? Does Dustin Johnson win a lot of stroke play events? Uh, yeah. Last I checked, he wins a lot of them. What did he do in, in match play in the Ryder Cup? All right, he shouldn't be on the team. Maybe he shouldn't. <laughs> I'd be willing. Now, your logic, fucking sick. With that's, that's, <laughs> that's a sick take. That is an absolutely sick take. No, I, I, I want to get back to the bet. Are you saying Finau's a, a dog or a killer? Is that what you're trying to tell I'm me? I'm saying if or if a we wolf. Went, if we win a match, if we go in a match, he's a wolf because you don't, you know, he's a he's a complete fluffer. I'm I'm staring into the sunset at him. I can't tell what he is. If we go into match play at at Whistling Straits without Tony Finau, then we deserve to lose. Oh God! Oh, wow, that's like, there's God. no reason why he wouldn't wouldn't be on what? that team, except for. Like, you why, think they lose if Tony to Finau's on not on the team? Is that what? No, is that what, that's if, not what he's saying. If they don't win, like they deserve it. Like they. If you don't, if you pass on Finau, like you have a player that hits it long on a course they're going to set up long, that has done well in match play, that consistently is like beating the top players in the world week in and week out, the most one of the most consistent players you'd ever want. If you don't put that guy on your team, sure. You no, I'm not arguing that. I think yeah. Finau should be on the Ryder Cup team. He's earned it. I'm not. Randy, I'm not going to ride has with you on that it? one. I'm going mean, to plead the fifth. I'm not going to comment. I on think Randy's he. Take I think on he's this. the one. Of, you know, <laughs> so silly. Based on <laughs> finding out who my true friends. No, are. based on how they select people for the Ryder Cup, he'll make the team. Like it's not even worth having the argument, right? Like he's, no more captains picks. No, we'll it's see. only six. Yeah, only six he's, automatic. He's definitely not a lock. He's not in the top six right now. Of what? Ryder Cups. Don't get me started on the standings. Probably not. Really? You it's think a, he's one of the six best American golfers? I would think that the way they calculated it, he would no, be. No, no, by no. Like, they calculated heavy on wins, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As they should. Which, as they should then. Yeah, I That's would, I would agree with that. Troubles. They <laughs> absolutely should not. Yeah. yeah this is so dumb. You guys are. You guys uh, need to stop talking. You're pushing me over to Solly's. <laughs> no, Solly's take. No, no. Come on. Can we get back to the, the task at hand, which is the new bet? Is it going to be... Within the 2021 calendar year, there's a lot of golf left this year. Solly. I think Solly would be. I, I think he would feel so much better about himself if you won that bet rather than the calendar year bet. Don't try to bait me into another I'm, bad no, bet. I'm just saying, I, Solly. I'm, I'll, I'll give you this bet. I'll give you whatever you want. And I'll take no. One win. One no. win. You can one do win. The rest of time. A year. A, a rest of time. <laughs> <laughs> rest of time. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> I will I will go on that bet with you, but I'll give me a year and we'll do a Faldo mutton chops bet. Loser has to wear the Faldo mutton Ooh, chops. Stakes Whoa. now, Randy's okay. got to think about. Well, that's going to take me like a month to grow out my hair that much, but okay. Deal, DJ, you want in on this too? I guess you got no reason to because I'm going to have to do it. Anyway. No, sure, I'll do it. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm in. Full, yeah. All right, full. And I think you guys should have taken the. This the is PJ Tour event. PJ Tour event. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Not opposite field. No, that counts. That so it ends, and does the West Coast swing end? No, we have a year from today. That's what we March 7th. Yeah. Okay, so next year Through at Bay, Bay Hill. Hill. Yeah, which he doesn't play, so. 
I don't know if that's Can't good, wait to see what happens. No, it's a bad bet for us. He's going to win. Yeah, for that's, sure. that's that's a no, bad. He's but not it's going to be win. fun to no, root don't against. Don't say him. that. Don't say that with such conviction. He's not going to win. <laughs> You're right. All right, thanks. He's I had a not moment a winner. Of, I had a moment of weakness in our DraftKings video. He's not last a winner. Week. He's not going to win. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> I don't have much. I I, I, yield, I yield my time. I yield my time. I yield my time. Neil. A lot of commercials. I would say I. I'd give I'd shout out Raj for for hammering the the drop Bryson got from the sprinkler head by the green was at 15 14 16 16 that was sweet I give him, he was he was not happy with that drop and I appreciated that Other, like, so I would say my Amsterdam time would be like I would like more of that I would like the announcers to to say what they think I also don't know how close Raj gets to some of these greens to check out <laughs> these lines, but yeah, he didn't think yeah, the but sprinkler. It was sweet. No, it was. He didn't think the sprinkler was in his line. And as he's saying, the tour official comes up and honestly, one of the fastest rulings of ever. You are entitled to relief there. It was like Tron Tackett coming in on a wild world of golf, and just like giving <laughs> relief without even looking at what's the story here at the uh, at the situation. But yeah, I thought I don't know. It felt to me I wanted to. It felt like one of the. I feel like it should have been such an exciting tournament, and it felt like one of the worst bro- weekend broadcasts I've ever seen. Where I <laughs> between the Arnie just like turning around at every <laughs> possible stop to like just fall all over Arnie in in a way that no one is asking with the same thing you've done every single year. Millions are asking and jamming an unimaginable commercial load into these windows. I, I uh... it be it was. It was out of control. <laughs> Extreme load. I, I got a joke around loads and R. I'm not going to make. I got a out of respect <laughs> for Mr. Palmer. I got a kick out of the Justin Rose commercial after he withdrew. Justin, how? Tell us about that round today. Every, every you know five minutes, you Just get it's kept like, making me angry yeah. every time I saw it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you gotta have a gotta think they gotta have a backup commercial, right? So, so but to, it was to, to this point of like the, all the respect for Mr. Palmer thing and to have his tournament televised like that is that's where I get upset, right? You tried to do all this thing of how amazing, you know, all the, you know, how high everyone holds this event and all of this. And this is the importance of blah, blah, blah. Then I got to feel that on TV. I can't feel like the mark for watching that. Cause that's what I felt like. So I always struggle with, with Amsterdam because it's the same thing every week. It's, there's about 40% more commercials than it seems like there should be. Uh, it takes me out of even the most exciting tournament. I think I texted you, Sally, on Saturday, just kind of like, all right, listen, I, I I think I'm checked out. Let me know if my favorite player or the most interesting player in golf wins, I guess, because I, I can't really like watch this. And uh, <laughs> point being, that should be something I should really want to watch and don't. But I always struggle with Amsterdam and where to place blame because I, I don't know how much that goes to the tour, and I don't know how much that goes to NBC. So I just feel like Amsterdam feels like it should be it's targeted at the networks and I don't think that's totally their fault. I think the commercial load is that's like a contract thing. Like they have to they have to do what they have to do and it's the same thing every week. It's fucking unwatchable, don't man. Certain just like weeks it feel is worse. Like, yeah, when the golf is actually interesting. Okay. A lot of the time, I mean not to spoil the secret, but a lot of times the golf isn't interesting. Right. And so when it is, it gets extra frustrating. And it's just dude, I'm oh, I'm so with you. It's seeing the but Corey Connors eagle and playing through, seeing like all, all, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. Randy and I were both saying. I think both of us got a, a workout in during the yeah. coverage, and it actually, when you put your headphones on and you're just kind of watching from afar, it actually, I think, improves the experience. You feel yeah. a little more locked in. But when it's just constantly like, I don't know. I yielded my time. I'll stop. The the only other thing I would point out is, I you know, 
it's with Azinger. I think that he's, I almost feel like he's reading too much like press or commentary. Like I feel like he's second guessing himself a little bit. He, I felt like he walked back. He, he's like couching his takes. It's like, yo man, like I, I'd like to, I'd like, he doesn't feel as fresh as he did a year or two ago, you know? And I, I'm kind of rooting for him to, to do well. Cause I, I liked him when he came on the scene, but it's almost like he's worried. He's like, well, I'm not saying he's going to choke here. Like, I can't remember where it was in the broadcast. Everybody's it's like, yo, man, just put it out there. And so who cares? Gun shy. Yeah, Everybody's he's gun so shy. Gun he, he seems like he's getting gun shy. Let me, let me take a little bit of my yielded time back and uh, give a <laughs> shout out. you guys in every time. <laughs> give a shout out to Nick Faldo for uh, posting a tweet making fun of Ricky Fowler and then an apology video on Twitter <laughs> uh, taking it back. That, that was, was cool. That was super cool. The Abaco asked, how did CBS manage to supplant NBC as the less painful golf broadcast producer? You know, I kind of was like wondering, like, I think they have, but have they? And now it's not really close. Enough. I think it's new blood at CBS. Yeah. Right? I think it's changing the guard a little uh, bit. New so. aesthetic, too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's sleeker, man. That CBS yep. broadcast is much sleeker. So it, they've no. had some jam sessions over there. Hey, how can we make it better? What can we do a little different? Come on, let's noodle a little bit over here, huh? But every get time, some pizza. Let's get some <laughs> beers. Let's toss around some ideas. No bad ideas. No, no bad, bad ideas. ideas. Come on. Every time that we have one of these segments, I end up getting you know texts and phone calls from people that are saying how how wrong we are about it. And listen, NBC, PGA Tour, we're in town this week. I'm around. If anybody wants to have a conversation on this and tell me why I'm wrong, I'm happy to have it. But NBC, it's time we come to the table and have a conversation. Where I was struggling, this is where I try to be very, very, I don't know, clear about this or, or whatever. It's like, I, I don't pretend to know how any of the production stuff works. And that's where I'm never going to, I'm, I'm very ever rarely like, oh, that fucking camera angle or that, oh, that graphic. Like, I, that's not the problem. But like what those people don't understand is like they can't tell me like no you're wrong you actually did enjoy it like you actually were locked in you're 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 being totally unfair you actually did just love what you watched it's like no check it out no I didn't if you, you knew how hard it was <laughs> you'd appreciate yeah, what we're doing like, no that's not that that doesn't change how I'm feeling is it purely commercials for you like what's what's let's, that's the let's biggest drill thing. into it that's the biggest thing like okay. the rhythm was like there it's not even the right word because there was a complete absence of rhythm here's what i'll say watch this week i i have no shame in saying this will be maybe the best broadcast of the year at the players back nine will be awesome they always go commercial free tommy roy same producer same crew same staff same everything and just watch how different it is watch it doesn't matter who's in the lead it doesn't matter how compelling the golf is watch how much more enjoyable that is so that's where it's like Dude, I don't want to shit on NBC because like nobody could do that. No, and, and nobody could make that many commercials flow. It's impossible. And I, but I, I, I'm, I mean, it's almost like a joke to even bring up like how often we need to see the players' championship commercial, and that's where well, I'm at. It's no, like, and that that was gonna be my question. That, is that why we don't get commercials coming up this week? Is because we saw so many players' commercials <laughs> for the last year that it's like, all right, you guys put you you put the time in for us. We're going to reward you with this chocolate kiss. The super <laughs> that is season? a true I don't know how TV contracts work moment. I don't know how they get away with commercial free. It's wild. The super season is heating up and two different players commercials. Like I, that is where I just like can't I can't do it. Like I and j- the fact that there's no hope for the future is where I'm out of like yeah. are we just stuck going to be like we either ignore it and don't ever talk about it or or just like talk about it every week. No, it might, I don't know what to do. I think there's it's worth acknowledging that if anybody anybody watching Bay Hill was probably an avid golf fan, they know that the players is this week. Wouldn't you want to run those commercials on a different channel? For like, hey, let's go find some people that might not know that the tournament is this week. Maybe we should put them on ESPN or we should put them any on any other channel or at another time. I don't know. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm super with Is that you. a crazy idea? No, I just, especially it on like- Seems like a waste of money. Especially on like Thursday afternoon. It's like, yeah, man, I'm a pretty big golf fan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that the tour is coming to town next week. I get it. I'm locked in, man. Yeah. I miss Johnny. Yeah. That's what I'll say about NBC. I, Johnny covered up a lot of uh, warts. Just his, he was entertaining. God, Johnny getting in spats with Bryson would be- <laughs> that would be unbelievably awesome. And I can't unhear Faraday's ASMR thing with his, oh. with his lips. <laughs> I can't unhear it. I don't know who brought it to my attention. I can't unhear it. He That's talks about it every week. Yeah. I, God. I think it's truly a thing that only some people hear, and I hear it, and I, I, I'm looking around the room like, anybody else hearing this? <laughs> anybody else getting driven crazy by this? Yeah, I'm not... I don't hear my, that. My, my, I don't I'm, hear it either. I live in a joyful world where yeah. I don't hear that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I hear it now, and it's ruined it for me. <laughs> Come on over to my side, big guy. I, let me wrap on a positive note. I, again, I want to reiterate, the players broadcast over the last five years has been, you know, most improved award. Well, let's it's talk it's about, awesome to watch. Hit me with why you think that is. A billion And so do you think the tour percent. is saying we don't, for our own event, for our for our crown event we're not we're going to basically make it look a lot better than the other ones we make these sponsors <laughs> yeah. pay a ton of money for yes of course uh-huh. okay of course. i just want yes. no i want you to oh, yeah. like say that out yeah. loud okay yeah that's the only reason it's yes i think i mean of Sick. course i'm nbc i'm sure would tell you like oh, we have more cameras and fifth major dude. we have more cameras we have more talent we have better interview setups we have uh different blimp coverage or, or whatever maybe all that stuff is true and maybe all of those add up to some grand experience, but I would say it's pretty fucking obvious that it's just <laughs> way less commercials. So yeah. hit me this week. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But it's the same crew. So let me know how this week was compared to next week. Oh. Well, on that note, there's a new PGA Tour content sweepstakes. Some news came out this week. Uh, I believe Golf Week was the first to report that uh, PGA Tour and the Amazon Web Service Partnership uh, is basically the title is to improve how fans view future and past tournaments. There's going to be a crazy archive of a bunch of old tournaments, and then the Every Shot Live. It's an app that's going to provide viewers live access to every shot from every player in a tournament. We're going to see that this coming week at the Players Championship. I think it's at a tournament at the Players. You know, and I know maybe I that's it, down the line, but I don't know. That it's down the line, but we're going to see it yeah. at the turn at the Players this week. Yeah. Every Shot Live, which I was. The only day they played last year. I didn't get to watch it because I was at the tournament right. last year, but uh, the reviews were good last year, I yeah, think, on great. Every Shot Live. but um, You didn't mention the Data Lake, which should have been. These are man-made lakes. I thought the Data Lake was going to be way bigger. I've got these Zillow, flew right got these Zillow alerts set up. I'm going to scuba dive for, in the Data Lake. <laughs> land, like for any a lot. lot. Of I'm there, just looking right. for some, some land on the Data Lake. <laughs> I've heard it's going to be no, you gotta, a I mean, breathtaking development. Oh, your family had to come over on the Mayflower to get land in the Yeah, Data that's a good point. Is this the sewage? Is this where all the sewage is on the 17th oh, We talked to Trout about that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Data Lake, though, I think we're going to try to connect to that. We're trying. We're looking into it. Through the intercoastal. Yeah, there's been an environmental study that's out. It's it's due back from I think even the Army the, Corps of Engineers. The moat at HQ now. I think. It's, well, that's the dream, is ultimately you'd connect. It's just the, the canal system. The Data Lake to the pond on 18 which then would connect to the pond on 17, which connect to the moat at HQ. Correct. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the long-term plan. <laughs> what, what, did I say, what did I say? <laughs> and they're going to put the, like the, the uh, gondolas, like mm-hmm. the, you know, they're going to have a whole ferry system, which it's actually yeah. very, people don't realize it's actually very shallow. They're just pushing on the bottom. Yeah. You know, it's going to be cool to see when it, when it, when it, when it all comes together. 
damn it. <laughs> you didn't hear that was in another press release. You missed that one, I guess. You and I can go do sup yoga on the data lake. Hell yeah. We yeah, we should get the paddle boards out there. That'd be great. But I do find it interesting that how much they are touting all of this uh and doesn't sound like it's gonna be that ready to go from the beginning and I, almost like they're kind of they're they're throwing this out, you know, statements on pgatour.com. There's golf week articles about it, and I think golf fans think like starting now, dude. Now every shot is going to be live. As someone who used to sell software, <laughs> this is par for the course. Over oversell the disruptive ability of what you're about to do, and then just throw it over the fence to the account manager. Figure it out with the customer success team. It, yeah, it's not going to roll out like it should. Come on, man. It wouldn't be the bleeding edge if it did. Yeah, I don't know. It's we'll see. I guess you know. It sounds like uh, a lot of awesome things. The Every Shot Live was really cool. Obviously, we saw something uh, strikingly similar at the Masters the last couple of years, which has been an awesome way to catch up on players' rounds. Like you know, I think we bitch about the TV a lot, but obviously they can't be on constantly, and they don't have you know rights are expensive, and you can't have cameras on every single shot ever. And so when they do, it's it's not necessarily that it's something that like, hey man, I can't wait to watch every shot of, you know, let's pick on Nick Taylor again. But you know, I I can't wait to watch every single shot of Nick Taylor's round. I'm sure his family feels that way. I'm sure anybody who bet on him feels that way. But it's really cool for me when I haven't been able to watch golf to catch up on like, holy shit, Jordan Spieth is in the lead. Let's let's get into every shot. Like rather than just looking at he hit four of fourteen fairways. It's like, okay, well, let's see where he was missing. Was it right? Was it left? Yada, yada, yada. And so I think if uh, you know if that's if you can put some hydroelectric power in the in the data lake to really spin out like some some quick automated round recaps, I always like to say that would, that would get you uh, uh, some compute power. <laughs> I mean, what kind of engine we got on top of this lake, huh? We got some mastercrafts out there. What kind of boats are we working with? <laughs> oh God, uh, no! If you could spit out something like that, I think it is hyper additive to the golf fan experience. Is something like this going to be behind some sort of massive paywall? If you're reading between the lines of the release, that was kind of what it smelled like to me. But who knows? A paywall with ads probably on there too. That's the that's the most fun. Shout out to PJ Tour Live. That's getting a little out of hand. So, uh, an interesting development though, and I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. Anything else from this past week? Did we talk uh, about the data lake? <laughs> we talked about that already, right? Okay. We, I believe we we've covered that. Uh, okay. I have one shout out. I went out to hit some balls at Jack's Beach today. Collegiate tournament out there. Yeah. It saw was, uh, it's the, I saw the Southern Illinois Salukis were out there. The Benbow Invitational hosted by Butler. It was a who's who of, uh, Cinderella's in the NCAA yeah. basketball tournament. I saw mid, uh, mid major SZN. It out was there. Murray state was out there. Uh, Chicago state, I saw Chicago state, I'm Butler. Green. Yeah. So, and the wind was coming hard off the North. These guys oh, were, it miserable. was going to be, it looked like it was going to be a tough day at Jack's beach, but That's, it was cool to see the college golf guys out in their gear. So I was looking up for some results. Tough to find. Uh, can't find anything about who won the... Uh, nothing on golf stat? I, I just looked. Nothing. Mm. So whoever... That. I'll have to check tomorrow, but i um, curious who won the Benbow Invitational this year. But shout out to Jack's Beach for hosting it. And also, it, I think we missed what would have been some very righteous uh, Players' Championship weather by a week. Mm. It, it would have it been so not fun to play golf out there uh, the last two days. But no rain, no yeah. like Conditties. They, they would have had to keep playing. Just win. It, it would have been, been great. Would have been awesome. But that was the true, you know, it's everybody keeps saying since the players moved back to March, it's a total coin flip. 
weather-wise this part of the year, it could either be at some point it will it will happen. Dome golf, or it can be like pretty hairy, uh, cold north wind golf, and uh, so we'll see. I'm. It, it looks a little it looks a little spicy on the weekend. Weekend, yeah. It looks it looks good yeah. early in the week, but hopefully some some wind on the weekend. So get get some sun and some nice stiff stiff breezes out there would be make for some great golf. I'm I'm psyched for the players. Unironically, un un everything. It's it's a a very fun week. Awesome tournament. They've they've done a lot to pump it up here in Jacks, uh, and I'm I'm excited to go watch. I'm excited to see some live golf as well. Yeah. I'm excited, you know, for Bryson to, or sorry, uh, Hideki to defend his title. Yes, so. absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back with some players' content this week uh, and a lot of other stuff as well. And back for a recap next week as well. Cheers. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect anything different?